What's up, everybody? This is Alternate Take, and I am your host. Welcome back. On this episode, we brought you guys another legend. Now, if you're a normal person like me, you grew up watching sports movies. And if you did it, it's because you're a dork. It's because you're a nerd. So in that case, go play with your calculators. Get off my pod. Don't want it. Don't want. Don't want your listens. Don't want you to be a part of this podcast. But for the rest of you who are cool and had a normal childhood, you fell in love with sports movies. You idolized Benny the Jet from The Sandlot, Gordon Bombay from The Mighty Ducks, great coach, Icebox from The Little Giants, one of the best linebackers I've ever seen. Those are all fictional movies. Then we started getting into the real movies, like like Miracle, like Mike Ruzioni from A Miracle, who we just had on our last podcast. And then you saw Friday Night Lights. Now, Friday Night Lights personally changed my life. I read that book in junior high. And um, I don't know, man. There was just something about it. There's something about it that just changed my life. I don't know, I don't know what, but I, I acted differently after I read the book and after I saw the movie. And on this episode, we got to bring to you the Permian Panther legend himself, Booby Miles. And it was an extreme honor to be able to talk to him, man. His willingness to spread wisdom to the next generation and to be vulnerable about his experiences and open up was phenomenal, man. It, it was a great interview, and I don't even want to tell you what it was about because I want you guys to hear it and just enjoy, man. So I'm just going to shut up here and and let the legend speak himself. Legend himself speak. Fuck, I'm dumb. So without further ado, I bring to you James Booby Miles of the Permian Panthers. What's going on, man? What's up, Mr. Miles? How's everything going? Hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. How you doing? I'm good, man. Can't complain. We actually just, uh, we just uploaded a, a podcast episode with the uh, captain of the 1980 USA Olympic hockey team. So that was... That was surreal because we were talking to him, you know, yeah, yeah. and then now we're talking to Booby Miles. I'm like, what the hell is my week coming to, man? It's crazy. <laughs> Ask him if that lot is that, that light too no, much. The one oh no, you're good. Yeah, light too much. Good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyways, uh, alternate cool. take listeners. On today's show, we got the legendary running back out of Permian High School, Booby Miles. It's great for you to join the show, sir. Hey, no, no doubt, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very happy, man. I'm, I'm honored, man. I, I love it, man. You know, I love it. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, yes, sir. I, I always, I always like to start from the beginning with all my guests. I always like to, to start from their upbringing, and uh, everyone has a better inside of their life, better than us listeners. So, uh, if you can do us the honor of telling us uh, how you got to Permian, your, your upbringing from, from the, from the start to, to where we got to those legendary uh, days. Ah man, it, it, uh, it all started. It all started when my uncle adopted me. Uh, uh, my uncle, which is my dad's brother, he adopted me uh, at the age of eight, and uh, and uh, he coached a little league football team called the Vikings. And uh, he asked me one day. You know, I had a, I had a, I had a bunch of issues, you know, with being in foster homes and being abused, you know, and stuff like that. So pretty much I had an anger problem. So uh, after getting kicked out of a few elementary schools, <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> he sat me down in the car one day and said, what? He said, you know, you know what? You want to play some football? I was like, you know, I shook my head. Yeah, he said, yeah, you know what? I got to think that'll be a good thing for you to channel that anger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, started playing football for him, man. And, you know, once uh, once he found out I could run real fast, he made me a running back. And man, he it went from there to I started to love the game. I started to love it, and I started to receive. He showed me so much love as as, a, as like a father and son. Because my my uncle had no he had he had daughters, you know. And I'm I'm, I'm a, I was like his uh, like a son, you know. His, I was the only man in the house. I was other boy in the house, you know what I'm saying? So, man, it was it was like, uh, and I looked, I played football, man, and he just he just taught me the game and taught me how to run the ball. And then you know it went from elementary to junior high, and uh, about 
about the eighth grade is when I figured that, man, this is what I want to do. So wow. Cut, uh, you know what I'm saying? He, he looked at me and said, show us what you want to do. I was like, yeah. And we took off, man. And next thing you know, we got the old mojo. And, uh, man, we I'll be honest with you, man, I played, I played football with a uh, – Majority of the people that have played on that team, about half, about, I, I say about at least five or six of them I played with them since elementary. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So we we pretty much knew each other, the system. You know what I'm saying? And when we got there, bro, all we wanted to do was win a state championship. You know, we we watched, I, I seen Permian do it, 80. 84, I see them go 84, 85, back to back. You know what I'm saying? And uh, me and my uncle, my uncle took me to both of those state championship games. And we watched them play, you know. And, man, it's just, when we got there, you know, it was like, man, I, it, was just, it, was, it was like being on, it was like being in, on cloud nine. You know what I'm saying? You're doing something that you love to do, man. I just, I took, the, the, what he taught me and I and I just it was a craft and I just worked on running the bar being you know working out doing what I have to do you know as far as speed agility you know and and all the other things you know and that spin move come from my uncle I would let everybody know that <laughs> you know that spin move that was that was his idea that was his thing so we I worked that in my in in in, in uh you know, in my workout and everything I did, man, and I just, it just came to, you know, I, I love the game, man. I love the sport. I was, I was taught by the best. You know, it's, it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned the, um, the chemistry you have with your teammates playing with each other from a young age. Uh, I'm from a small town in Southern California, which is kind of like a weird thing to say because Southern California is not a small town place, right, but uh, our local hometown I went to La Habra High School, and everyone who I graduated with my senior year, they all played on the same team since from Pop Warner since they were kids. Right. And right. now they're the same age, and they're all and it's it's ridiculous. And they they mention that all the time. They're like we used to throw each other's passes when we were seven or eight years old, and now right, right. now we're you know eighteen, and we're about to do our right. and, and that plays a big big role in that them. Plays a big part because once 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 you get to high school, you know you know your teammate. You know what he's capable of doing. He's know what he can do. And also, these coaches know that. These coaches know what they've been seeing you play since you've been in elementary. Like like our coaches said, they right. know what you can do. They know who to get and put in the right position and who's going to play that position right. That's the that's the the good thing about coming up in a small town. You know what I'm saying? Because you you you're able to work on your craft. Or, or that position at an early age. And by the time you do get to high school, college, you understand what I'm saying? You know, you know what to do. You know how to, you know how to uh, tweak it. You know, you just, you understand what I'm saying? You, you work on that craft. It's, 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 and I say this because most kids that come from the big cities, you know, they, they don't get a chance. They don't get a chance to interact with their teammates from elementary all the way that, man, we talking about at least a good eight, nine year span of being around each other and playing sports with each other. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's a that's a chemistry you build from from little league all the way up to high school. That's right. chemistry. Right. That's you're gonna build. I mean, man, you you gonna build a championship team, you know? And it's always you gonna have a good crop. Come through there, you know. You might have your good one or two, three, four years running, and then you're gonna get your bad crop come through there. <laughs> so I mean, that's that's the that's the beauty of, of the whole thing of a small town, man. Really, yeah, really. definitely. Um, I wanted I wanted to touch upon your relationship with your uncle as well. I felt like that was uh clearly a huge benefit to you, and not only that, I mean, it, it's definitely a huge part of the movie. I mean, I think, I think people saw that. And definitely related to it, especially if you had, uh, you know, an unfortunate circumstance where you had an uncle to have to take care of you. Um, right, right. Can you elaborate? Can you elaborate a little bit on that and like your relationship with your uncle? Because I mean, even in the scenes in there, were just emotional, just for regular person yeah. watching. 
Yeah, my uncle was my was my best friend. He was my he was my dad. He was my uncle. You know, he he was he was my world, bro. He was, you know, he was my world. You know, uh, when my uncle adopted me, he came and picked me up. I only seen my uncle cry three times in his life. You know, he passed away in '98. <clears throat> First time I ever seen him cry is when he came pick me up for the foster home. He, he told me no one would ever harm me or ever do anything to me again. You understand what I'm saying? The second time I seen him cry is when my grandfather died, his father. That's the second time. The third time I seen him cry is that we had got into a little, after I had got hurt and I had uh, my first surgery, we had got it, you know, I was mad at the world, you know, and I was taking it out on everybody, my friends, you know, my family. And we got into, uh, we had some words with each other, man. And I said some words and, and I hurt his feelings. I seen that three times I seen that man cry. And uh I cried myself too that night. But my uncle, man, that was like, I mean, you it's like everybody loved him, bro. Yeah, like he coached, he coached everybody. You know, not just me, it was it was guys before me that was good that went to Permian. Some uh even with the old Odessa High. And then they, it was some good after me he coached, you know? So, I mean, he was, it was, man, he was like, bro, he was just like, I mean, he was the best thing that ever happened to me, man. And uh, wow. we had we had such a good relationship with each other, man. Like, we had that true father and son relationship. And, uh, man, I, 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 wish, I wish he was here, man, but you know, I know he's in a better place and I know he's smiling down on me. You know, I know he's not smiling. He wasn't always smiling, but he's smiling now. <laughs> but man, that's, that was, I mean, that's the, that's the, he's a genuine God fearing and he loved kids, man. That's why he coached, he coached football and basketball. And he, he just loved kids, man. He wanted to see kids, you know, stay out of trouble you know he wanted to see kids make it he wanted to help kids reach their dreams you know and that's the same kind of passion i got right now and that's why i that's why i'm into the football camps and doing the, doing the speaking and engagements to the kids and you know even to the high school kids even to uh young adults you know i mean you know it's, it's life this marco marco taught me life he not just only taught me football he taught me life you know what I love I'm saying? that, and then, and that's that's the main thing because I know in the movie it might seem you know they they in the movie he wasn't he wasn't like that none of that at all you know what I'm saying like when the scouts was there he didn't do all of that you know all of that talking like that that's not him and, and that's that's fine I, I know it's Hollywood and, and I know you know it's the business you know whatever but you can ask anybody that got anybody that coached Mark or anybody that even knew my uncle, even the parents of my of my peers and my friends that knew my uncle, they all respected him because he was a good man. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny you mention that because I had friends I told them that I was interviewing you, and the first thing one of them said was, "And he can pass." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, my uncle never did that, bro. But, but you know, I, I don't don't get me wrong. Now he he always took up for me. You know, he, he always took up for me, but he never, he never, he never bragged like that to uh, any other recruiters or anything like that. <laughs> you know what I'm I saying? I love it. I love it. So was, was he already like a, um, an Odessa resident? Is that why he decided to put you over there to start playing football, um, getting you prepared for Permian? Well, now, let me, let me, let me, let me run it down to you. Now, when we was young, growing up, it used to be three high schools in Odessa. It used to be Permian, Odessa High, and Ector. School called Ector High. Well, when we was growing up, all of, all of the South Side, which was, was predominantly Hispanic and Black, went to Ector High School. You feel what I'm saying? And then you had uh, Odessa High was on the West, and uh, Permian was on the, on the, on the East. 
And uh, so we always thought that we was going to be able to go at the high. So he was kind of grooming us for that, you know. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I think in, uh, what was that, 84? 84, you know, Odessa, I think, and I, I'm not too sure of this, but Odessa was one of the last last towns, if not the last town, to segregate. So they didn't do it until like 84, Damn. like 83 or 84. You feel what I'm saying? So when I I had moved back to Houston to stay the year with my dad and moved back. And when I when I moved away, Ector was still a high school, but when I moved back, they my friends was like, man, we gotta go to we gotta go to school over here. We gotta go to school with the white kids. Like, what? What, what you mean? <laughs> and like, yeah, man, we gotta go to Bonham. Like, Bonham. And then we went to our for our own rotation and, and sure enough, we had they bust us over there, which was which was all it was fine because I still was still with the same crew, you know what I'm saying? Still with the same crew, nothing changed. Uh and then my uncle, this is my uncle started laying it down and started telling me that that Odessa put boundary lines up. You know, this part of the town, this side of the south side was gonna go to Permian. And this side of the south side was gonna go to OHS. But fortunately, this side of the side had had majority of talented athlete black kids was where I where we stay. And this side of Odessa High really didn't have that. They had some, but it didn't have that many because the majority of them stayed over this way. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, how, that's how they permeate section it out. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you, I was supposed to go to Odessa High. Cause now I grew up on this side of the south side. But then my uncle, when I came back, my uncle had moved over to this side. So now I'm supposed to go to Odessa High. But that permeate, you know, they changed the boundary lines two streets behind my uncle house to where I could go to Permian. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So I'm sure, I'm sure it was yeah. a big coincidence. I'm sure it was a big coincidence. Yeah, yeah. It was it was all a, a big thing because when I came back, you know, like I said, when I when I came back from Houston, uh I really wasn't aware of a, a lot of things. You know, like I said, my uncle didn't tell me until, you know, I was like, well, I'm going to, you know, I had friends that go to Odessa High too. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to go to school with, with, with Pete and Bruce. You know, Pete was my best friend. I'm, okay, I'm going to go play with them, you know, and I, I, you know, I haven't played with them since elementary, you know, and then it's like, well, now we're going we gonna to go ahead and go to, go to uh, Permian and, like, you know, which it wasn't, it was either or. I can go to either school, it didn't matter to me. But, you know, it, it kind of got interesting, man, when I started when I started picking up on, okay, I see what this is. This Permian is more of the, you know, the, the they, they want that powerhouse back. You know, because after 84, 85, after, after they lost, they lost to, they lost the state championship to uh, Houston Yates. I think that was 85. When they lost to Houston Yates, they ran the 86, they didn't go. That was my sophomore year. They didn't make it 86. And then 87, you know, we went, we played against Plano and we lost. And then, and, uh, you know, 88, we lost to Dallas Carter. So. Right. So how was, how was your freshman year at Permian? What, what were the expectations for you well, entering we, that? Because I heard it was, Pretty rigorous for a small town for the for the expectations that they had for you guys. Well, well, we 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 our freshmen we were still in junior high at freshmen, so our first our first year was our sophomore year at Permian. It was tenth to to the twelfth. So my my sophomore year, my when our first year at Permian, man, we man we had that was the eighty six year. That's the year they didn't go to state. They put us on the JV squad. They put all of us on the JV squad. They didn't like let one of us go to varsity. And that was that was the coach's idea. 
Now, the boosters, they wanted us on the varsity. But the coach said he didn't want to break us up. That's Now, that's what I heard, that he he wanted to keep us together, which was fine, man. When we, we got there, man, we was, it was, man, it was, it was different because it was like, I'd never seen enough stuff like that. Like, I, you know, I, they treated, I, it was treating them like, man, like, you know, we was on the JV, so we didn't get the, 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 the perks that the varsity get, but we was way better than the varsity. Wow. You know what I'm saying? We was way better than the varsity. You know what I'm saying? We used to, we used to, uh, I had I, the football coach, the head football coach for the JV. His name was Coach Snyder. We used to beg him, Coach, let's let us scrimmage the varsity. Let us scrimmage the varsity. He was like, Nah, 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 nah. That's not. We got yeah, we we because we went undefeated. The JV went undefeated. The varsity they didn't even make the playoffs that year. Wow, that's yeah. crazy for a high school team yeah. to have a better JV team than a varsity team. Varsity. That's nuts. Yeah, we, I mean, we the JV team could have been the varsity team because we was all, all of us did. Me, me, Chavez, Mike, Dunn, Ivory, you know, Brian Johnson, Chad Payne. We was all on the we was all on that team. McDougal, Lloyd, well, when Lloyd was a freshman. And if Lloyd was the one, he's when we became juniors, he started as a sophomore wide receiver. And we wow. had Kevin Norman, Robert Brown, that whole team, man, that whole team, we could have been on varsity. But they didn't see it that way, which was fine. They didn't see it that way. But the 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 atmosphere and the and the, and the way they treated the football team was was like unreal. You know, you, you like we couldn't. I mean, it was like, I, I mean, I, I was, I was like, whoa. But <clears throat> outside of outside of that, you know, it was a lot of racism. You know what I'm saying? It was mm -hmm. a lot of racism, man. It was like, you know, we we cool with you as long as you play football, but. You know, <laughs> Great. You know what I'm saying? And it, it was hard, but I can say this. I can say this right here. The football team, we 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 was together. We was a tight knit. You feel what I'm saying? Of course, we yeah. Didn't, we didn't, it didn't matter. Black, white, Spanish, we stood up for each other. That was the beauty of that team right there. That was the beauty of our squad. We didn't have no problems. Even even when we were sophomores and we got a tour with the varsity, we all stood. It wasn't you wasn't by yourself. Even even when we go out, when you know, doing teenage things, and you know what I'm saying on 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 Friday night, Saturday night, if we if if it's a group of us together and we might get into it with the other kid from Midland or some other kid from some random town around, or even if grown person you know what i'm saying we all stood together man and it didn't matter no color you feel right. what I'm we stood we stood by each other every time bro i love you know that man i love that especially and because I think, that's, I think that's what really brought the attention to a lot of the people a lot of the people in that town to see that see that team react and be be with each other like that. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, we might argue amongst each other and that type, you know, brother, brotherly love type thing. But if you were, if you wasn't inside this circle right here, you had a problem going on if you mess with one, you know. And that was that. That's why I I loved everybody on that team, man. Everybody, you know, because we all we all stood we all stood in the gap for each other, man. Wow, man, I love that, man. When yeah. when. When you knew that chemistry was there and you guys already had everyone's backs, what was it like now going into your guys' junior year and now you guys are talked around all around the state, all around the country as some of the best yeah. high school football teams now and competing with, like, those you know, Dallas Potter teams? Our, our junior year, hey, man, we, we should have we went to state our junior and senior year. But our junior year, whoa, man, we had – we had – I think we might have had – the. Uh, we might have had, we might have been up there in the top five for our offense, man. Cause we had uh 
we had a, a, a young man by the name of Sean Crow. He played fullback and I played tailback. He was a senior and I was a junior. He said, when I tell you it's the, the first time I ever seen a white kid run the football the way he did. When I tell you that boy, say, man, he was 5'7 or 5'8, uh, maybe 5'9. He weighed 175 pounds, bro. He ran that football like he was my size. I was 6'1, I was 6'1, 195. You feel what I'm saying? He ran that football just as hard as I did, if not harder, man. And that's and I love that about Sean, man. He, he 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 ran that football like a monster, bro. And that team, that 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 80, our junior year, that team right there, man, and we was like, man, we was <laughs> well, we was like, we was unstoppable. Now don't get me wrong, our kryptonite, we we had we our, our kryptonite was Midland Lee, man. That was our kryptonite, man. And we we just you know, we just couldn't get past them, but they had a three-headed monster over there too. They had a, they ran the wishbone. They had a three-headed monster over there. You know what I'm saying? So, and uh, we just man, we just uh, kind of, we kind of, I don't know, man. Uh, we just that was our kryptonite, bro. I really can't even give you. A, 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 it really wasn't no reason, man. They just flat out beat us, bro. And uh, but it seemed like after that loss. Man, we 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 picked it up, man, and we weren't trying to hear nothing else because we wanted to play them again in the playoffs, but it didn't match up that way because the team, the, the team that beat them, this team that, uh, which was Arlington High, and we ended up playing Arlington High at Texas State, and then we ended up beating Arlington High. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but our junior year, man, it was like. That was when I experienced, like, man, this was nothing I could. We could go places and people would be like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't have to pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it was like crazy, bro. It was like, like crazy, man. Like, oh, man, it was so crazy, bro. I, I love it. I couldn't, uh, it was, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, it, it really felt like, it really felt like we was already in college or something. You know what I'm saying? Just by the way, just the way, way the, the city was treating us, you know, and, 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 and who knew, you know, you, you can kind of feel that when we played that we had the whole city on our side, you know, and it was, it was kind of cool, you know what I'm saying? To, to go to the mall and have the kids and, Elementary and G.I. run up and, can I have your autograph, you know? You know, and, hey, I, I was, I wasn't but 16, 17 myself, you know, but it was still cool to, 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 to feel like, you know, hey, man, I'm doing something that people like, like, you know, and it was, it was refreshing and it was, it was all right, man. It was all right. You know, what's funny is um, your buddy really has a reputation because, I mean, after that, that's when the Don Billingsley had to come in, right, and fill in his shoes and be the fullback. And then right. yeah, now the, the TV show, there's a character based off strictly that type of player, the fullback, the Tim Riggins of the Friday Night Lights. That's right, right, right. Based off your buddies. So, I mean, that's that's unbelievable, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh Don, man, let me tell you something. Don is a tough cookie, too, man. And, uh, you know, Don had, Don had some personal shoes to fill. You know what I'm saying? Right. And his dad played for Permian back in the day and they was a state championship and his dad was a uh his dad was like a all American, all state running back. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So he had some shoes to fill. And uh Don Don was his own person and Don really he 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 really at the time he really was like, nah, I'm, I'm my own thing. This, you know, you know, he kind of was like, really not feeling it. Our sophomore year, he was really like not feeling the football thing. But it was kind of like I was doing it because my dad 
But in our junior year, man, it was like totally different. It was like, this is what I want to do. I plan this. And it, then you can, you can see the, the, he, he, you can see the talent in him, man. Just started coming out. Just started coming out, man. And, and he's a natural, bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, man, he, he, he's a hard runner. He, he, uh, you know, and, and filling, and filling son's shoes and some shoes to fill, but he did a damn good job of filling them, though, bro. Because Don could block, he can catch the ball, and he can run. You know, and Mark always told me that's that's a complete back who can run, catch, and block. That's a complete back. So Don was a complete running back. I love that, man. Yeah. Speaking of the uh, the other running backs, man, uh, R.I.P. to uh, your former teammate Chris Coleman. Oh yeah, Chris. You know, yeah. R.I.P. Do you have any uh, Do you have any fond memories of him? I mean, I know he's. Uh, a man, I've been I've, I've been knowing Chris since I was a kid. That's somebody I grew up playing football with. I've been on Chris, and he's always been a quiet person, man. And Chris, uh, he come from a long line of talent from out his family too. So it doesn't it doesn't surprise none of us that Chris. He we already knew Chris was fat. We all we all ran some track together, summer track outlets. That wasn't a surprise, but it surprised everybody else because Chris was always a quiet person. You feel what I'm saying? He never, he's never been the one to uh he's not he's not gonna go to any parties. If he do, he's just gonna sit back in the cut. It's pretty much like Ivan Christian. They're just gonna sit back and just watch everybody else, watch us act like idiots, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh I I man, I've been knowing Chris had talent, bro. You know, and and, and uh <clears throat> it was it was uh before I got hurt. Me and Coach Blue talked about it. Coach Blue had already told me, he said, well, this is what we're going to do for, for the senior year. And he's like, what? He said, uh, "He said, what you think about Chris? What you think about us breaking Chris up? You're going to learn both positions. We're going to bring Chris up. at the, at the He's going to play fullback. Don's going to play fullback and tailback, and you're going to play fullback and tailback. So in other words, he was trying to get us, make us a three-headed dragon. You feel what I'm saying? So that, was the, that was the original plan. And we brought Chris, Chris we said, he said, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring Chris up. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, man, that's what's up. You know, we we going through down through there, and just unfortunately, I, I happened to get hurt. You know, which, you know, that, that Chris takes my spot. And, uh, I mean, it, it, like I said, it don't surprise me one bit of what, what Chris did. And then they turn around the next year and win state, go undefeated. That don't surprise me at all. Because I've been, like I said, I've been knowing him since he was a kid. You know, since we've been kids. And I, I, I know what he got in. You know, and, and but to see him shine like that, you know what I'm saying? And, and he was always telling me like, man, man I'm going I'm I'm to make you proud, man. And we going to you know, this is you. You know, I used to tell him, Chris, they know, just do you, man. Don't worry about me, man. You good, Chris. He, he used to always tell me before a game, oh, man, what you think I am? So I think you should go out there and do how you do, Chris. You know what I'm saying? He'd be like, hey, you right, you right, you right, you right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's funny. Right. Turn out to be a monster. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. He's it's funny because that's depicted in the movie. There's like the scenes where you're like you're trying to give him confidence and you're trying to get him up and you're trying to and it's that's in the movie. Like it's it's it's, yeah, really, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um I wanted to ask you too, like, um, what was it like for you to watch like certain scenes of the movie and what was it like in general? Um, specifically when um you know they, they depict the scene of you uh of you getting told that you can't play anymore, essentially, and you're cleaning out your locker, and then now you're in that car with your uncle, and that scene just destroys everybody. It, it destroyed yeah. it destroyed me. I remember it made it made me like emotionally weak when I was and I was like eight when it came out, and I was like, yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, what was that like for you? Did you was that like reliving it? Was that what was it like? Yeah, it, it, you know, <clears throat> and 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 this is my biggest thing. You know, uh, that scene right there is. Uh, I look at it two ways. I look at it as, yeah, I lost, uh, I was losing a, a chance to be on the battlefield with my friends, with my buddies, with my team. And then two, I was losing out 
the opportunity of getting my family out, out, out the hood. You feel what I'm saying? Because I don't, my family didn't bank on me going, going to the NFL, but I banked on me to take care of my aunt and my uncles and my and my cousins. They my sisters, but they my cousins, but I call them my sisters. And I, I, I felt like that I was gonna, I, I knew that I was gonna be the one to do that. So I solely, uh, I put all my eggs in one basket. You feel what I'm saying? And that basket was football. You feel what I'm saying? And I didn't, I didn't take education seriously. And that's what hurt me because I literally, it was once I got hurt, then I found out how much they liked, how much they cared about me. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So now I have to what's what's I mean I literally and, and and I don't I don't I don't say this as in a cool way or as it being cool or thinking that it was cool. I say this because this is literally when I was playing football, everything was good. I got, you know, I, I got, I did my work, but then there'd be sometimes where I didn't have to do my work, and I would get, I would get good grades. But the moment I got hurt, all of that stopped. You feel what I'm saying? One hundred percent. Yeah. That that what hurt me. That's what that's what really hurt me. But then now. I mean, even to the point to where I wanted to quit my senior year. You know what I'm saying? And but you know, unfortunately, my uncle was not trying to hear that. So, but I had to buckle down, and I and man, I'm I mean, I'm to be honest, I barely graduated, barely by the skin of my teeth, graduated. But I buckled down and I and I fought that fight. You know what I'm saying? And I and I came out a, a victorious. But that's thing I'm talking about, man. I, I I put everything in the football, and then now I don't have nothing to fall back on. You feel what I'm saying? I don't have no, you know, I, I don't have no education to fall back on. And uh, right. that's 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 what I that's what I slowly, strongly preach to kids that it's we're called kids are called student athletes, student come before athletes. So we need to we need to focus on this because this is just this is a hobby. This is fun. This is activity. But this is life. This is your future. This can get you somewhere. You feel what I'm saying? That don't get me wrong, this can get you somewhere too. But what happens? It's it's all kind of things that can happen. I'm I'm prime example of that. Right. You got this over here. You got you something to fall back on. You got you something the way you could be like, look, I can open this business. I know this. I know the ins and outs. I got education on that. Boom, I got this. But when you don't have that education on that, man, you just don't know what's going on. You don't know how to 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 fill out a blank check. You understand what I'm saying? You don't know how to read a bank statement. You know, you lost, man. And it's hard out there in the world, man. It's hard out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you when you ain't able to do what you love to do. Right. Um, you know, and I, I think it's very admirable too that that you use those lessons that you learn to teach them now to other people. I think that I, I think that's a big deal because um when you're watching Friday Night Lights, that's the feeling that you get when you watch the movie is that there's there's scenes where you watch the team messing around and you love that. And then you just, there's scenes where there's tough moments in the game then there's scenes and there's tough moments personally then there's societal issues like you mentioned before and then there's um then there's the parting and then it's, there's it's a whole encompassing thing where it's right. basically just describing life in a small little society and right. um i think the big thing that everyone loves about it is when after the movie's out and it played a big role in your life now the first thing that most people do when they see it is go well, what what are they doing now people will always ask so when people see your story and how you're clearly the most talented player, probably in, in the state of Texas and NFL future and all those things, you know, and, right, right. and um, 
And for that, you know, injury to happen where it's not 2021, where you just get a simple surgery and you're back in six months, it's not, it's not, not that anymore. Um, And for you to use those lessons now to teach kids what you're doing now, that's a, that's a big deal because now people are going to go and they're going to look up, they're going to watch that movie for the first time. And they're going to go back and say, you know, what, 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 what's Booby Miles doing? You're like, he's helping the youth, you know, uh, you know, become men. And that's, I think that's phenomenal. And 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 I and I tell you this, I tell you because reason why is a it's a uh it's a firing me for that because my uncle was the same way. You know what I'm saying? He 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 helped he he taught the football, he taught he coached the football, he coached the basketball, but he just didn't teach us sports, he taught he taught us life, you know. I mean each and every one of each and every person that played football or basketball for my uncle would tell you that, you know, and he treated me just like one of them, you know, I didn't get to ride with him to practice, you know, I I walked to practice with the rest of the, with the rest of my partners and I walked home with the rest of my partners. You feel what I'm saying? And he, he let me, he taught me that, you know, you, when it's about this team, you part of this team, I'm going to treat you just like you part. I didn't get no breaks, man. Which that, which, which when I grew up, once once I got older and started understanding, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? But once we're at home, okay, now you're my son. Now I'm, I'm you know, I'm your, you know, I'm your uncle slash dad. Now, you know what I'm saying? But far as uh, the the where I get this uh, this inspiration, where I get this fire to 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 motivate these kids. To, to to you know to you know train these kids and the skill training is from my uncle man. because I know if he was still alive he would he, this would have been the he would have told me this straight up by, and I'm and it's so funny you say this I don't mean to cut jump leap over to this but I'm gonna say this when I got hurt uh, after I had the second surgery I had the second surgery. We sitting, we sitting in the living room. No, we sitting outside talking, and uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of going down through there. You know, I'm trying to I'm rehabbing, and he said, uh, I telling him basically, you know, you know, I'm sorry, this, that, and the third. And he was like, you sorry, kept saying, what you sorry for, son? He said, man, things happen, and I never forget this. What he said, he said, he said, guess what? He said, he said. Maybe God has something different plan for you. Everybody else seen you going to the NFL, but maybe God has something planned. That always stuck with me in my head, man. That he didn't, he, he didn't look at it as, oh man, he he heard he ain't going. You know, I'm pretty sure he he was down because I was down. Because I'm his, I'm his nephew. You know he's he's sad because I'm sad, but he wasn't he didn't let that be he he didn't want me to be like okay this is the end of the road man God got a plan for you you know maybe this ain't that it's something it's something for you he used to always tell me that you know and I believe now at the ripe age of fifty one I believe I know what it is and I believe it is you know maybe. Maybe uh, this is his plan. To, this was, you know, God working mysterious ways, and and and, and maybe uh, he used me. He's using me to help another booby miles out there to let kids see this is what happens, or show kids look, man. Sports is sports, man, and and and, and but life goes on. What are you gonna do? Even if you, even if you do make it to the NFL, and you, yeah, if you don't, if you make it there and you don't, I can, I can go on about uh, NFL players when I was young, like Dexter Manley, with the prison man couldn't even read or write, but he made it to the NFL. See, these are the things that I, I see now that I know now that hey man, maybe God stopped that from happening to me. Getting in all kind of trouble or, or losing my life in behind something or uh, overdosing on some drug. You never know. 
But maybe he's letting me use me to be the one to tell these kids, look, man, this is this is what you need to do. This is how you should go about this and this and that and the third. Because I've been there. That's phenomenal. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of athletes right now who are um stuck in stuck in that too, especially the young kids. I mean, it's a different yeah. world than it used to be. And Mm. Uh, with the advancement of technology and social media and, right, and right. it's being that it's trendy to be kind of, you know, a crazy kid now for, for no real experience just to do it just because I think, right. it, I think hearing you speak is, is going to be a huge value to them um, right. because they can put a face to you. They know who you are right. and, right. They, and they grew up watching your movie and they, and they know everything about that. So um, that's phenomenal work, man. I really do admire that. That's hard to do. It's hard to do. It's hard. It's hard to know that when you have, when you're so up and then you have, and then you fall down and you have to go up again yeah. and then you have, and then you have personal failures and then to be vulnerable enough to relate that to somebody else and say, this yeah. is where I fell short. And this is why I want you to not fall short. That's, that's a big deal, man. Big deal, man. It's a big deal. And it's, it's, it's such a, it's such a deal with me, man, that I feel like I got to let a kid know. I got to let that, I got to let that start running back, defensive back, quarterback. I got to let him know the things you face. And out there, man, that it, with with the with the with the status that you're holding, with the superstar status that you're holding, that man, it can be snatched from you, bro, if you're not careful. It can be taken away from you if you don't humble yourself and realize, man, that look, man, I got to have me something to fall back on, man. I need this education. You know, I I I, I, t I tell my my son that. You know, he, he's down there. He plays down there at Ventura Community College. Oh, okay. Yeah, he plays He plays running back down there. Wow, that's and, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I tell him, I, I tell him every every time we talk, man, I ask him how his grades is. You know, I tell him, that, you know, I need you to get them books. Dad, I got my mom, dad, I'm on him. Man, he's doing good. He's doing real good. So you know it's 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 been it's been a it's been a it's been a it's been a rough ride you know with him but uh, he's doing good man he's doing real good and he's I love I love that yeah and he and he's uh hey blowing people out I just watched him on a Saturday yeah play, so yeah <laughs> but uh but that's my main thing man I, I like I tell him man you know you know he you you. This is this is what you want to do, and I'm down for it, man. But I I need you to get that education. Wow. I need you to be I need you to be better than your dad. I need you to learn from my mistakes. You know, don't do as I do. You know what I'm saying? Do as I say, and I say get the books, man. Because I don't I don't want my son uh, to go through none of what I went through. You know, as an adult. You know, you know he's already an adult now, so. As an adult, I don't want him to, to go through none of that. So that's why I push that education. I keep that on his mind. You know, that's beautiful. Saying? That's beautiful, man. You're doing a great job as a dad for sure. Yeah, yeah. I have a, I have one more question that I was told I have to ask you. Who do you, who do you think would win in a matchup, the Permian or Dylan Panthers of the Friday Night Lights TV show? <laughs> we slaughtered them, man. <laughs> we slaughtered them, man. They ain't got nothing for us. They ain't got no heart like that, man. <laughs> I'm smarter, man. Good to know. Good to know. We, we got a yeah. we heated discussion the other day. It was over drinks, so obviously it's over drinks. Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, I love Tim Riggins. He's like, well, I love Billingsley. And then I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love, I love Smash Miles. Williams. I love Booby Miles. And it was just Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Tell him that, that, that's a no-brainer right there. <laughs> no-brainer. You let him know. Hey man, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> All right there. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Mr. Miles, I promised you uh, 30 minutes to an hour, and and we got that done. Uh, it was um, okay. wow, oh, yeah. it, it was an honor. To, it was a really big honor talking to you. I'm. I'm oh man, I, I I thank you for having me, bro. I really do, man. I really yeah, do. definitely. I can't wait to to show this to people, especially to athletes. I know they can definitely benefit yeah. from this. You know. Definitely. You know, more than I can. I'm just some normal kid doing nothing. So ah, you just a normal kid put, get, putting it out there, man. God bless you, man, and keep doing the good work, bro. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate that. You take care uh -huh. of yourself, right? Huh? You take care of yourself, all right? Oh yes, sir. I will, man. I will. Awesome. All right, brother. All right. See you, right. Peace out. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen.
our interview with the great running back from Mojo, Permian Panthers, Booby Miles. It was an honor, man. I, re- I, I really did have a great time. It's funny, man, because I went back and I re-listened to the episode, you know, because I always have to do that to make sure I didn't say anything fucking ridiculous. And I had on the soundtrack to Friday Night Lights, which is from the band Explosions in the Sky. And when the music was playing while you were talking about giving back to the next generation, man, I, I swear to God, I was getting choked up. It was it was beautiful. Everyone who just listened to this episode, go back and do that. Trust me. It's, a, it's like a fucking whole different experience. It was phenomenal. But... Man, I was honored to speak with you, man. I really was. I really was, and uh, couldn't have gone better, man. Thanks a lot for coming on the show. Uh, for all of you out there, you can find a uh, Booby on his Instagram. It's a uh, Booby Miles official. Uh, he does have a website. We can go on there and purchase merchandise. Um, it's on his Instagram. And um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Booby Miles, dude. You're a legend of my book. And uh, I'll see you guys soon, man. Peace.